In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Last Sunday, we were celebrating the Sunday after the Nativity of Christ and the last Sunday of 2020. And this Sunday, we're celebrating, of course, the Sunday before Theophany and the first Sunday of the new year. So last Sunday, we were kind of looking back. And this Sunday, we're looking ahead. We're looking forward. We're we're really beginning to, Lord willing, uh, see the work of God and perhaps even in our own lives as we have shifted into a new year. Perhaps, Lord willing, we are attempting to um, shift the way that we are approaching things and perhaps even shift our way of thinking about certain things so that we can come at this new year with a positive attitude and and a way that is, is faithful and glorifying of God. And thankfully, today, the commemorations that we have this morning help us to be able to do so. Because in the gospel, of course, we are looking ahead to Theophany and we hear about John the Baptist. Well, in uh, preparing for John the Baptist, the gospel of Mark, Mark uh, quotes from the prophet Malachi. From the prophet Malachi, chapter 3, verse 1, he says... Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And that's what was quoted in the gospel this morning uh, from the gospel of Mark. And today in the Orthodox Church, we are actually celebrating the prophet Malachi. And so today I'm going to attempt to use the book of Malachi to help us to see some things that we can do, Lord willing, to look forward in 2021 to be able to change our way of thinking and to, Lord willing, prepare ourselves for, as St. Paul says at the end of the epistle this morning, the Lord's appearing. Because that's really what all of life is about, is preparing for the appearing of the Lord, his second coming. Now, the book of Malachi was written by Malachi, and he was the last chronologically of the prophets. The word Malachi means angel or messenger, and he was written about 500 years before Christ. It's a very, very short book, only three chapters, and so I would encourage you to today, perhaps this afternoon, before you take your nap or when you get up from your nap after the Divine Liturgy, that you read three chapters in the book of Malachi. Uh, So again, it's a very, very short book. But at the very beginning of the book, He really points out a big issue that is going on with the people. He says in chapter 1, verse 2, and in most of the book of Malachi, he is uh, quoting the Lord Almighty, he says. And he says, I have loved you, says the Lord, but you say, in what way have you loved us? And so it he is, Malachi is pointing out that God has told the people he loves them over and over and over again. And he points out even the old covenant and he points out uh, Abraham and Jacob. But the problem is the people look at God and they say, yeah, how have you loved us? And perhaps in thinking back on 2020, we would even look back and say, yeah, God, how have you loved us? How have you loved us today? With all the stuff that's been going on, all the tragedy that we see, where is the love of God? And perhaps you have asked that question. I know I have asked that question over the course of this past year. And so it's one that we need to wrestle with and really look, uh, look at and see. God loves us. And over the course of the entire year of 2020, we went through the liturgical cycle together. 
We saw the death and resurrection of Christ, his ascension, Pentecost. We saw all of the major feasts, and we just finished celebrating his incarnation, his birth in the flesh. God loves us. And so it's important for us, just like Malachi reminded the people of Israel 500 years before Christ, here we are 2,000 years after Christ, it's important for us to remember the work that God has done for us and for our salvation. And we are just about even, later on this morning, to partake of the fruit of that new covenant. And we'll even mention that in the prayers of the liturgy, the body and blood of Christ, the fruit of that new covenant, the promise with God. And we have to remember that. But not only in the big things that we can see in the iconography around the church, but in our own personal life as well. As we look back at 2020, look and find the ways where God has shown his love for you. Now, some of those places might be obvious. Some of those places might be very hard to discern and see. And we might not be able to do it. And so I might even recommend to you that you sit down with a trusted friend and you ask one another, please tell me, where has God's love been in my life this year? And have them tell you where they have seen God's love in your life. And you do the same thing for your trusted friend so that you can have that vulnerability and have the uh, humility to be able to have someone point out to you, absolutely God has loved you, and here is where his love has been made manifest in your life, even during this crazy year of, of 2020. And then, as we look ahead in 2021, as we look ahead into the new year, try to make a conscientious effort to note down and to mark the places in your life where God has manifested his love to you. And so the first thing that Malachi tells us, and I'll encourage you to do for this year, is to see the love of God. To ask that question, God, where are you loving me? but then to attempt to answer it by looking back and seeing and then looking ahead and as we go through each and every present moment, giving thanks to God and recognizing the presence of God in your midst and his active work for you. Now the second thing that Malachi tells the people is that one of the reasons that they are unaware of the love and the work of God is because they have been basically only half-heartedly in. He really comes down on them and says, you've offered defiled bread at the temple. When you've come to make your sacrifice, you've come not with the best of your flock. You've come with the sick ones. You've come with the lame ones, the ones that you were likely going to kill anyway and get rid of. And Malachi says, uh, quoting the Lord, he says, would you give that? Would you give your offering to the earthly king? Would you give your offering to the earthly authority? And perhaps even looking at our own um, culture, he would say something like, would you give that to your boss, to the person who is in charge of you and not feel ashamed? And because of that, we look at that and we say, you know what, that applies to me too. Not only have I disregarded the love of God, but at the same time, how have I offered the first fruits to God? Most of the time when I choose to pray, it's when I have time to. It's not when I have specifically attempted to be awake and to be mindful and to stand in front of my icons and to pray when I am in a place of of 
fully caffeinated and awake uh, with the world. But that's what we need to do. If we're to make our whole offering to God and not just offer the sick sacrifice, the lame sacrifice, maybe what I I have left over I'm going to give to God, but to instead shift our way of thinking and attempt to give the first fruits of our offering to God. Our time, our talent, our treasure, those things that actually offer ourselves to God. And then we'll be not just partly in and looking for God, but we'll be all in and looking for him and ensuring that we see him because we are attuning ourselves to offer not just the remnant, but to offer to God the best of what we have so that we can actually see him. And when we do that, Malachi tells the people, when we do that, when we return to God, he returns to us and he fills up our blessings until they are overflowing, he says to the people. And that's what we want, our blessings to be overflowing. But in order to have that, we have to see and experience the love of God and notice him in our life. And we have got to offer our whole selves, not just the, the little bit part that's left over, but the best of ourselves to the Lord, the part that is our full attention and our full hope and our full faith in God. And when we do that, we will have properly prepared for his appearing, like St. Paul says in the epistle this morning. And Malachi tells the people that when we do that, on the day when he comes, we will be filled with healing. We will feel like we have been um, like a calf who has been bound and we are set free and we leap for joy, is what Malachi says at the end of that book. And St. Paul says we receive the reward of the crown from the kingdom of heaven, and that's what we want. As we begin again a new year, one that will have its own trials, its own struggles, its own difficulties, Really look at our life and ensure that we are seeing the love of God where it exists. And if we have a problem seeing it ourselves, ask a friend to help us to be able to see the love of God in our lives so we don't miss it. And a great way to ensure that we don't miss it is to put our whole selves in. To offer the best of who we are, the best of what we have to God, and not just the leftover. When, God, when we return to God, he returns to us to overflowing. May this year be one that is filled with blessings to overflowing. See the love of God and devote your entire selves. And may we rejoice at his final appearing. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.